0: hey guys luke truan here your host of the mvp the modern visual podcast today i'm missing joe stevens and i've gained a guest. we've got nathan wade from disruptor joining us today nathan g'day how are you going really well thanks buddy thanks for having me not a problem at all now for those that haven't heard of nathan before he is an absolute seo guru uh running his company disruptor based in sydney nathan how many years have you been running for now uh about five in our current format yep yeah nice one and obviously um here at modern visual we trust these guys wholeheartedly uh we work with a number of clients together and um obviously the results are second to none so um nathan is someone to look up to when it comes to seo he does things a little bit differently to a lot of the other seo agencies that are out there but firstly nathan give us a run
1: through how did you get into the field of work that you're in sure so i kind of stumbled i was kind of I fell backwards into the whole super nerd industry. So I was my background originally. I was working as a as a motor mechanic of all things. Can you can you pitch me with my hands dirty, bud? <laughs> Not really, no. Not really. I'm just too precious for that. Um, and but I had this really strange scenario where I was working for this old uh, uh, sort of Middle Eastern gentleman uh, who was uh he, he was quite a strange character because he was like his ability to to switch in and out of work mode was was really really. Um, prominent. And when he was in family mode, he was the nicest guy ever. But when he'd switch into work mode, he was just an absolute tyrant. Mm -hmm. Um, And so how this played in my favor is at a very early age, I had, I worked out that I just didn't want to work for anybody else, but I had no idea what I was going to do. So I stepped into my dad's business. He had this one man show in a real traditional business, um, which the problem there was it couldn't actually afford to have me. And so I was forced to go out and learn about marketing. And so I uh, met this this really ca- colorful character by the name of Ed Burton, who was big in like direct response copywriting and that kind of stuff. And just really nerded out on everything marketing related. Um, my mentor Ed at the time was a 75-year-old man. This was like 20 years ago. Yeah. And so he was terrified of the internet. And so like you know, learning SEO and the internet side of marketing was the, the last Sort of piece of the puzzle so i use all this direct response copywriting type stuff we used to do like it's back in the days of doing fax blasts and things like that um to grow up grow my dad's business we grew up to the largest of its kind in australasia but we we got to a point where i just couldn't get it to grow anymore we hit a bit of a ceiling and i still remember it was like i think it was like 10 10 pm on a friday and i was the last one in the office and i was getting ready to go home for the day and i, I got this heard this this like distinct this like um, this dingy noise of an email coming into my inbox, and it was this spam email from this dodgy American guy who was selling me this this ebook for like nineteen ninety nine on how to dominate Google in an hour or something like, like cheesy like that. And I thought, you know what, what what have okay. you got to lose? I got out the company's Amex, and it was only it was you know it's only a fairly nominal amount. So I bought this ebook and. I remember I sat there. I sat. I stayed in the office all night, and, and I just everything that it said, I implemented on our company's ugly, ugly ass little website, uh, and that was it. I think I went home at about two or two a.m. or something like that Saturday morning, and I never forget. I, I walked into the office about lunchtime on Monday after being out on a client's um, site, and all I could hear was there was just phones ringing left, right, and center. And there was the look of our receptionist. She looked like she's about to have a mental breakdown, and she just yep. said to. Whatever the hell, I won't repeat the language she used, but she's like, whatever you did on the, week, on, on the weekend or, or on Friday, undo it. Um, nope, no. Sprinted up the hallway of the office, went on to Google and our ridiculously ugly broken little website was number one on Google. <laughs> yeah, this is a good 20 years ago. and It was like then and there, I just felt completely head over heels in love with SEO and just been using it to build and sell or build and grow uh, businesses ever since.
0: And, and just for those listening that don't know what SEO stands for, what does it actually stand for and mean?
1: Sure. Look, I'll, it, look, what it actually stands for is search engine optimization. But the reality is what SEO does is it basically gets you to be the number one person on Google. So when one of your customers performs a search, getting you, you know, right uh, uh, you know, right front and center, that are taking up that, that, that most uh, valuable bit of, of online real estate.
0: Mm. Under those ads that we see at the very top,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah, awesome. You know, a combination of stuff. You know, like we, right pretty much anyone in the modern world knows about Google Maps and things like that. Like if they're looking for something local, so it's a combination of getting it to show up in Google Maps, getting it to show up in all the other search results that come up when you someone goes onto Google or Bing or Yahoo.
0: And I think there's this common misconception from years ago that, um, you know, you can just insert some keywords into your website and it's all just going to take off and you're going to be number one and you're going to beat all those companies that are investing, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into their uh, search engine optimization. Um, but I guess the reality is it's not the case. Like you've said, there's so many moving parts and it takes an expert like yourself and your team to, I just, I guess, be at the forefront and keep up with all the moving parts, which leads to me, me to my next question. I mean, what, what does SEO look like in
1: 2021? Sure. So look, the hard thing for most people is there's so much hot air out there around like when it comes to SEO, like, and Google's used, Google's really to blame for it. So Google's, we, we call it their misdirection uh, engine, like where, cause ultimately Google don't want you to be able to, un, to reverse engineer what it takes to have your business be the top search result. Uh, because ultimately what they want to do is to have that, is to, to sell you advertising space because that's how Google makes their money through the ads. Um, to answer your actual question is that the, the reality is that, that the, the, the core principles that have always gotten you to number one on Google are still there. They haven't changed. They've just evolved as, as Google have, has evolved over the years. Um, so it's still the, the same core, core principles of making sure that you're the, the, the best, your website is the best fit for what your customers are actually looking for. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, Google wants to have a, a great reputation
0: and maintain it, which means serving up the most genuine result for what someone has searched for. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess well, so that's, that's the. I was going to. say, go I mean, why why does um why does SEO get a bad rap? I mean, what like, I think there's a lot of us that think, oh, you know, SEO. That's just people that send spam emails out. I'm sick of seeing that. Term. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you see that it gets a bad rap quite
1: often in the in the general oh. sphere? Without a doubt, without a doubt. And look, for for very good reason, right? Um, this, we find there's usually there's two main, main reasons that people uh, can like uh, talk or, or think negatively about SEO. And that's because that like th- there's, the two scenarios are kind of like this. So there's, there's most, there's so many SEO agencies out there that struggle to get consistent results um, and there's this little fact, there is this factor out there that that, that a lot of the agencies are, aren't quite as good at producing that consistent result as they think they are. And so even though they might be really well-meaning and they might be doing a lot of stuff, um, if they can't cause that, you know, they can't actually cause the result, then there the, the tends to be like this over-promising, undelivering type scenario. Um, or, but then the second thing that we see, most, we see quite often, it's kind of what we refer to as like the biggest misconception in, in SEO land is that what people think they're buying when they're buying SEO and what they're actually getting are two different things. Like when people buy SEO, what they think they're getting is more leads and more sales, where what they're actually paying for is someone to try to get them greater visibility on Google. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to say that even if the agency can get that greater visibility that that's going to have like a one to one correlation with the phone ringing more. Yep. So there's so many other things that need to happen that that should happen before you actually engage an SEO agency or that or you know things that a good SEO agency will do with you before they start taking your money for SEO to make sure that is there actually enough people in your industry that are, that are looking for what you offer. Like can you do ads or something to test the traffic, to do a bit of an experiment. Like, is this going to be worthwhile to do before I take you down the route of taking your money for six months to do SEO? And what's funny as well, like we obviously
0: provide CRM systems here at Modern Visual and we often have people coming to us because they haven't managed to convert a lot of those or that visibility into sales because they simply don't have a solid sales process, but they don't have a CRM system that enables them to follow up and, you know, not everyone's ready to buy straight away, but they might make an inquiry. Um, you know, it's up to your team to follow up with that person. And that's where sometimes the SEO agency can get the blame. They can be doing a great job, but unfortunately the business processes don't support the great
1: job that the SEO company is doing. Oh, look exactly right. I um, mean, we we kind of joke here in our agency about it, but it it's the like usually when someone come, like so usually people come to us um complaining about what is actually the symptom in their business, not the problem. Like SEO or ads problems are usually the symptom; they're not the actual problem. The actual problem is they need more leads and sales. Um, so they'll usually come to us going, "Listen, we need we want to rank higher in Google, or we want you to make our ads more effective." Uh, but when we actually look at their process. They're not, they're not ready for that. All the, you know, like people jokingly um, call us a, a low the, the, the low hanging fruit agency, because one of the things that we like to do is to walk straight into a, a business. First up, take a, a quick snapshot of their of everything they've got in place from their tracking to, as you alluded to, can they, uh, can they sell? Are they monitoring leads? Is there a CRM in, in place that so they can actually nurture the leads because more often than not the, the actual low hanging fruit things they need to do first aren't isn't in the seo and it's not their ads it's in the other areas and it's like you're better off addressing those straight off the bat getting that immediate bump in leads and sales that you're actually looking for and then you can use that to pay for your seo or your ads you know to be fixed
0: yeah that makes pure sense and i guess you know if you were to say to people listening like how would they have the most impact right now with seo and it's kind of relates to what you've just mentioned but yeah i mean what would your process look like and What is that low-hanging fruit from SEO point of view? I know we've spoken about this in the past as to how you can actually
1: get results quite promptly um, where applicable. Yeah, got it. So it really depends on on how established the business is. Like, so to to address things as just as a blanket way of looking at it is usually the best way to answer that is to go well. Really, the best way way to get results from SEO is to actually look at like the the wider cross-section of your marketing to go, you know, uh, where is the current low-hanging fruit? Like, have you got the right tracking in place? Do you actually know how many leads it's taking at the moment to turn into a sale? Are you actually converting your leads into sales? Is there a good point of difference between you and your competitors such that people should even speak to you? Is your product priced properly such that even if we did generate the right traffic through SEO and you're able to convert it, are you going to make any bloody money? Yeah. Like, really... That's the the conversation that needs to be had right quick if we're gonna make sure before we should even start talking about this is what needs to happen SEO wise. To just answer that question on the SEOs, on the symptom, um, for most established businesses, there's heaps of low hanging fruit in their SEO by fixing previous stuff ups. And this might sound ludicrous to most marketing managers or business owners, but like, we have a, a, a process which we go through with people and it's quite quick and easy to do where you basically look at how is, how did the website used to look because there's almost always we can uh, you'll be able to see there'll be times where you ranked much better than you did now and what will have changed is that one of your team members or a previous agency will have stripped out some core but basic ranking factor that was actually propping up that ranking and it, it, you know, eight out of 10 times, it's as simple as just rebuilding that which was stripped out and hey, presto, that ranking comes back.
0: Yeah, how good is that? And that's something that I've never heard from other SEO agencies. Um, you know, I feel like everything you're doing is very genuine and I feel like that's the polar opposite to other agencies that may be out there that they're, they're just keen to you know, sign people up and deal with the repercussions later. You know, it's, and you know, you're buying excuses, not results a lot of the time. I've found in my past experience, I'm not saying that's all SEO agencies, but you do see it quite often. I think that is where SEO can get a bad rap because of the cowboys that are out there that are, again, you know, selling promises and not delivering. Um, But again, like you've mentioned, there is opportunities with established businesses to actually get, you know, quite fast results if you're recovering what's already been out there in the past. It's been loss that can drive, um, you know, traffic very quickly. Um, I, I mean, before obviously I get into how people can obviously reach out to you, I mean, is there anything else, Nathan, that you want to mention in regards to SEO? Sure. Um,
1: I've opened a can of worms, haven't you I? Ha- you really have, mate. i got to tell you, and I, I, you can probably see the, the, the wheels turning then as I'm trying to think how to say this diplomatically. So we have a saying here um, that uh, developers and designers are the enemy of, S- of SEO um, and you know, modern visual, I'm not here blowing smoke up, something that needs smoke blown up on almost swore. Um, you know, you guys really are one of the better ones. You know, I've said that many times and we've had many conversations about just what's needed when you're rebuilding somebody's website to make sure that the SEO isn't lost, but the whole reason that, well, the biggest reason that SEO, uh, gets lost and rankings get lost is, is because, uh, is, it's, just, it's often when website developers and website designers refresh a website like the very and this the, the very skill and the line of thinking it takes to be good at design and the very skill and line of thinking it takes to be really good at development is so polar opposite to the what the line of thinking and the skill set it takes to be good at seo mm-hmm. that they're very opposing and but the trouble is that whenever there's when you're paying to have your website rebuilt I've very few people actually go, all right, great. We're going to consult with our SEO people. We're going to have them watch over the designer and the developer to make sure that there's this harmonious scenario so that everybody's happy and, and we win. And that never happens. I'm, I'm, you know, other than through our own client base, I don't see those sort of scenarios. So there's a whole industry for us where we get brought in after, after a new website's gone live and it's been, been redone. To come and pick up the pieces because you know you'll get these huge corporate websites that go from having tens of thousands of visitors a day and then post the new site going live they'll get a hundred like because all their rankings are just torched gone
0: yeah I mean you, you do get a dip when you launch a new site typically but they, they genuinely should recover quite promptly if done correctly and as you mentioned you know one of our questions in our website discovery process when we're doing a premium website is, Um, You know, asking how important is SEO to your organization, and you know that obviously brings up the talking point where we we would bring in a specialist like yourself in your business um, to obviously cover that and work with us uh, in tandem. Um, You know, I think the days gone of where business can be experts at everything, and I think partnerships with people like yourself um, is what gets the best results for clients. So, yeah, I mean that leads me to say, like, if someone were to want to engage with you or even just have a conversation with you, Nathan,
1: like, how what's the best way to get in touch? Um, look, if you jump onto our website, which is just, um, www.disruptor.com.au, we did it one of those new age spellings. (laughs) Um, we could, we we actually couldn't get the ER. I I could, but it was going to cost me about the the same as a small BMW to buy. (laughs) Um, if you jump over there, we've, we've got a, a free audit that we offer, um, so it's basically our, our marketing cut-through audit. to I must we say, jump on there.
0: I've definitely. seen a number of those audits for our clients and they're mind-blowing. That, Like, for free, the value you get from those audits, and I'm not just trying to, you know, blow smoke here. I think anyone should definitely consider that because just, the the things you don't realise about your own website and your own business and your rankings is mind-blowing. The stuff that you guys uncover, like I can genuinely say that it's very surprising to see what those reports uncover.
1: Oh, exactly Right. And that's what we call it a marketing cut-through because it, it's basically, so we've got our own um, framework we use. It's called sales engine optimization. It's basically our framework of how we walk into a business. And we go, that, that's still that's the, the low-hanging fruit there. And we, we look at everything from the tracking right through to what happens when the money hits the bank. Um, and the SEO and the ads, it tend to be an important, but only a small part of it in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, and it's really, so the, the audit is basically us doing that on the business.
0: Yeah, perfect. And I guess it all comes down to then finding out what the vision is for the business. And, you know, there's so many agencies that just sell SEO because they want to sell a product that's called SEO. They're not genuinely invested in what the the vision is for the company and tying that back to what the tactics might be from an SEO standpoint and beyond. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Awesome. Well, we'll wrap it up there, Nathan. I really appreciate your time. This has been another episode of the MVP, the Modern Visual Podcast. And uh, yeah, like and subscribe. To us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, Nate, thanks again. We'll uh, talk very soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me. No worries. See ya.